Welcome to Transcending Disasters, a podcast about natural disasters and the LGBTQ plus people who face them. My name is Peter Jenkins and I'll be your host. Please remember that you can support this podcast by contributing as little as $5 a month by going to patreon.com slash transcending disasters. Now let's get the show started. Hello, my name is Peter Jenkins and welcome to Transcending Disasters. This effort seeks to shed light on issues facing the LGBTQ plus community with a heightened focus on transgender and non-binary folks. Uh, personally, I'm looking to have this podcast uh, shed light on how queer communities approach and recover from disaster situations, uh, such as you know hurricanes, floods, fires, earthquakes, more, um, and that. You know, one of the main points I want to get across is that marginalized populations do often bear the brunt of the impact of these kinds of disasters. Uh, These folks tend to live, work, and love in less protected areas of our countries, our cities in general, and tend to have lower incomes, meaning that they don't have easy access to fortifying their current living structures, moving to safer locales. Um, they often don't even have the ability to get out of the way of a disaster. You know, if a hurricane's coming, they might not have the resources to get in a car and get to a safe location. They honestly may not even be able to afford a car in the first place. Further, they tend to face increased discrimination in our communities. And as much as we like to believe that in trying times we forget such notions of bigotry um, and that we actually come together regardless of backgrounds, in many ways it isn't often true. And so the reason I believe this podcast can be helpful is to highlight the lived experiences of transgender and non-binary folks who have lived through natural disasters, along with engaging in discussions around academic research, practical work from the field, and really anything else that intersects with this arena. Uh, For me, success for this podcast means that it inspired some transgender and non-binary people to consider creating plans for how to deal with common disaster situations in their area. Um, The ultimate dream uh, would be that disaster management organizations across the world Uh, begin constructing their plans hand-in-hand with marginalized communities, including LGBTQ plus folks, to ensure that everyone is on a level playing field when it comes to surviving and thriving after a disaster. Um, For a bit of background on me, um, as mentioned earlier, uh, my name is Peter, uh, but I also go by the name of Astrid. I am transgender, and specifically, I am non-binary. I use the singular form of they, them as my pronouns. Um, I was born in North Carolina, but grew up in uh, central Louisiana. After graduating high school, uh, I got my bachelor's degree in Thibodeau, Louisiana at Nichols State University, and then... Uh, After that, I went to Louisiana State University to get my master's in public administration, which is where I first uh, 
really started taking any level of focus on disaster situations from, you know, like an academic and advocacy perspective. Um, And then from Louisiana, I actually moved to Virginia to spend two years in a PhD program of public policy at Virginia Commonwealth University. However, I ended up deciding that Uh, Academia was not the right career path for me for a variety of reasons, and I currently work as a political organizer. I've had the pleasure of working in four different states over the past year and a half doing some honestly pretty cool work. Um, But back to the, you know, topic of the podcast, um, there's a number of reasons why I'm interested in this. First, I want to see a queer community which is safe and secure as much as possible. Second, you know, since coming out 19 years ago, I was 13 when I came out, um, I have had really an amazing opportunity to know so many beautiful and wonderful people who are LGBTQ+. But we still live in a society which holds us as second-class citizens in the realm of practical and legal equality. Um... You know, I think the fight for legal equality is a critical piece of our struggle, and I've been in that fight for years. Uh, I, you know, I've worked with multiple organizations on a variety of issues. I have lobbied in legislatures, uh, made phone calls to elected officials, etc. Um, and I will never give up that work. However, I, you know, especially over the past decade, I'd say, I've really also taken a look at what it means to have practical equality for me, you know, like the practical everyday sense. And so for me, like my perspective is we can have all the laws we want. Um, However, if they aren't implemented in a way that makes that legal equality something that people can actually enjoy on a day-to-day basis, uh, that's where we can also come into a problem. And so, you know, when we look at the practical concerns of, you know, equality in natural disaster settings, and, you know, me being someone who did grow up in Louisiana, um, you know, Katrina is definitely a big factor of, you know, how I view natural disasters. Um, Katrina happened while I was in high school, um, and... You know, I saw how our leaders failed, uh, both before and after the disaster. And, you know, especially being able to read analyses about what happened. Um, it's It was just very clear that, you know, clearly I can't distill what happened at Katrina into a, a minute or two, but um, it was very clear that... Uh, Disaster management personnel had not properly prepared for Katrina, had not um, taken what the city needed into account, and in many ways, you know, that was because of the the demographic population of the city. Um, It was a horrific preparation and response by the personnel who are supposed to keep us safe, 
all while they also say, well, our disaster management uh, plans should be the same for everyone because of this, this, and this. However, New Orleans, you know, as a city, as the population of New Orleans has specific needs. Um, and so, you know, that's one of the things that I think we really have to keep in mind when talking about disaster management is that, you know, our professionals in the field and our academics do often look at, at least from my perspective, um, do often look at a disaster and say, well, here's how we're going to save the most people. And that is, uh, that is what we need. However, um, that is where it often stops as far as planning. It is, here's how we save the most people, but often without regard to nuances of the community, to uh, the needs of, and oftentimes, again, the marginalized populations who live within those communities. And it's not that difficult to consult with and take into account the needs of various populations within our areas. The hardest part of doing this is just actually putting it on a calendar, uh, setting up meetings with you know, between local disaster management personnel and folks involved with and leading the LGBTQ plus community within your area. Um, look, I understand that, you know, in many ways, you know, time is critical and we only have so many hours in a day, but we also have had decades of disaster management work that have been done and very rarely have LGBTQ plus people even been mentioned in any of that work. And so we are behind where we need to be. And that's okay. As long as we start doing the work now to get us to the point of where we should be. So, um, you know, I am about to be finishing up this episode, and I just want to say thank you to everyone out there. Um, I have been working on getting this podcast launched for, honestly, almost three years now, and I... You know, I would not have recorded this episode today if it wasn't for my friends and colleagues who have pushed me over the past couple of years, especially, um, to get back on this. I, you know, after leaving my PhD program, I just felt like I could not work on this for a while because this was the main topic I really focused on for two years. And just to be open and honest, I felt like I had failed, um, but my friends, colleagues, and even myself reminded me that the only failure is not to try. And I am really excited that I am excited about this project again. And so thank you to anyone who has joined us. And I'll talk to you again soon. 
Thanks so much to everyone for joining, whether you're a returning or a brand new listener. I hope each of you found something today which resonated with you or brought value to your life in some way. If it did, please consider becoming a sustaining supporter of the podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash transcendingdisasters. You can also support us on Venmo at transcendingdisasters. And finally, you can follow us on social media to learn more about the behind-the-scenes work and upcoming episodes on Facebook at Transcending Disasters and on Instagram at enby underscore peter underscore marie. Thanks so much. See you next time.